Alabaster International Ministry presents Jesus Celebration with Prophet Kofiudru. This is the season of the celebration of Jesus Christ. Wow. Come on, clap your hands. Give God the glory. Hallelujah. That was a powerful praise and worship. God bless you, sir, and the team. We appreciate you. Hallelujah. Say a good amen. amen. We want to thank God for all of you this morning. We thank God for your lives. This is the W3 service. W3 means word, worship, and wonders. We would want to welcome all of you into God's presence and all our friends on television, on radio, and also online. Thank you very much for coming to be in the presence of God with us. We really appreciate you. This is Alabaster International Ministry, and this is the W3 service. W3 means word, worship, and wonders. My name is Kofi Drew. I'm going to be with you from now until we bring the curtain down this. Lift your two hands, let us pray. Father of life, draw me closer. And Lord, my let me run the race of time with the sword. Oh, and let the peace of God. Let it rain. Father of life, Father of life, draw me closer. Lord, my life, my heart is set on you. Let me run the race of time. With your life unfolding my and let the peace Oh Lord I have got for you oh and rise up within me Oh Holy Spirit Saturate my And let the light Fill me now Fill me now Let your heat Limp power revive Let your heat 
Limpa, revive and make me another being. Father, I honor you for your faithfulness and goodness. This morning we submit our hearts and our lives before you. And even as we are asking for your guidance, your help, your tutelage and impartation. We come with thanksgiving, adoration, sublimation. Not, not too many people are well blessed and at peace. There are wars in places. Ukraine is in war. Israel is in war. Gaza is in war. Oman is in war. Sudan is in war. There are nations that are going through mutinies and rebellions. And that has affected the lives of so many people. And we stand here to thank you. Our friends in the Volta region are in turmoil, in distress. Many people have been kicked out of their livelihoods, their businesses and their homes. Churches have been closed down. Today, many churches cannot meet in the Volta region. And so we stand here giving thanks with remembrance and reflection. Not too many people have their kidneys functioning at the renal center at Kolebu. So we will not preach like everything is normal and we have the right to life and the right to all the peace and the provisions that we have. Even the gift of salvation is a blessing we do not take for granted. And so this morning, we have come to honor you. And to renew our conviction and faith for you. In Christ, we give you the glory. We can never stop saying thank you. Thank you is understatement. Thank you, it is an understatement. We are grateful from the inside of us from the depths of us we are grateful grateful for everything thank you for your faithfulness i pray in the name of jesus this morning that your word will guide us your spirit will lead us we do not want to hear the enticing words of man's wisdom the ideologies of human theories but we want to hear your mind we want to see jesus and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his suffering being made conformable unto his death. Help us in the precious name of Jesus. I give you thanks. You who have begun a good work in our lives, you will also accomplish. Be exalted. We rebuke every satanic order, structure, projection, noise. Anything that rises itself above the knowledge of Christ in the name of Jesus. We silence that order in Jesus' precious name. Let there be healing. You let your people be released in Jesus' precious name. We give you thanks for your faithfulness in Jesus' name. Somebody shout amen. amen. Clap your hands, clap your hands, clap your hands. John chapter 12 
Whilst we also standing, John the 12th chapter, the 20th and 21st verses, John chapter 12, verses 20 and 21. The Bible said there were certain Greeks among them that came up to worship at the feast. The same therefore came to Philip, which was a Bethsaida of Galilee, and desired him, saying, Sir, we want to see Jesus. The same therefore came to Philip, which was a Bethsaida of Galilee, and desired him, saying, Sir, we came, we wish, we require, we desire to see Christ Jesus. Having read you that, I go further and read Luke chapter 21, verses 34 through to 36. Luke, the 21st chapter, the 34th. The 35th and 36th verses, the Bible said, take it to yourselves. Least at any time, your hearts be overcharged with suffering and drunkenness and the curse of this life and so that they come upon you on our words. The Bible said for us as sinner, it will come upon all them that dwell on the face of the whole earth. Watch ye therefore and pray always that ye may be accounted worthy to escape all these things that shall come to pass and to stand before the Son of Man. Watch ye therefore and pray always that ye may be accounted worthy to escape all these things that shall come to pass and to stand before the Son of Man. Before I allow you to sit, ladies and gentlemen, let me read First John chapter number 2 and verse number 18. The Bible said, little children, it is the end time. And as you have heard that the Antichrist shall come, even now there are many Antichrists. I want you to know them emphatically. I will not even uh, go further. I will just want you to know them emphatically, those uh, stands. Little children, it is the end time or the last days or the uh, other versions who will say it is the last time. And then he goes further and said, as you have heard that the Antichrist shall come. But even now are many Antichrist. May the Lord bless the reading of his word. The first I have been dealing with, I started with a series um, talking about the seven wonders of the end time. Then I moved to the seven wonders of heaven and the seven wonders of hell, the seven wonders of God's judgment. And I am now at the seven wonders of of the antichrist this is the fourth edition and i will be finishing um off with this particular series uh bible study on tuesday and so i would love you to listen to me very rapidly whilst we share the blessing of god's word and his grace the first wonder of uh, the antichrist i said to you two three weeks ago that it is the wonder of blasphemy mockery scoffing the bible said in the last ages shall be scoffers and mockers that will come you know after come with their own lust or out of their own lust that is going to be the very first wonder that i have seen in the word of the lord the second one that i have seen is the contamination that you know has taken center stage from the pulpit we have seen you know jezebel come as a church jezebel as a preacher when i say jezebel i'm not i am not referring to a person i'm referring to a spirit jezebel is not a woman jezebel is a spirit maybe let me say jezebel is a system Jezebel is a system. Jezebel has started a church. Jezebelic preachers, Jezebelic people has 
brought a lot of contamination to the name of the Lord. To the pulpit, to the things of God, to the integrity and the veracity of the word of the Lord. Many people, because of Jezebel, have decided not to go to church again. The contamination has taken too much center stage. Defilement. Strange defilement. Like people just holding the Bible and setting it ablaze. People sitting on television and radio and said that the Bible is not the word of the Lord. That defilement I'm talking about. The Bible, they will say it's not the word of the Lord. It was written by some denomination and imposed it on the people. The contamination will go to the point that the moment, the moment you are even making reference to the word of God, they will, they will rubbish it. That is the contamination I'm talking about. I remember many years ago I quoted the scripture and made a statement and I, I could hear the response. And people say, oh, the scripture today. You quoted the scripture, so what? And these response were coming from people who should be apologetics, the people that defended the name of the Lord. Contamination. So do some very good uh, bullet points for me. Number one is, uh, you know, the wonder of blaspheming, scoffing and mocking. Number two, contamination. And the kind of contamination I'm talking about will involve sorcery, witchcraft, divination, wizardry. Will come into we will now it will it we, we will mix we will we will amalgamate we will mix prof, the prophetic ministry with we will contaminate it with witchcraft. So don't be too excited and uh, you know when we be in a person meets you on the street and telling details about you because the enemy can also do that. The Bible said Paul the Apostle was preaching the other day and while he was ministering there came a young lady who had spirits of, of sorcery and divination possessing the lady and uh, spoke accurately concerning Paul and said these are the servants of the Most High God who, who teaches the way of salvation. Clearly they, they spoke accurately. But the source of their declaration was not the Holy Spirit. Oh, you better follow me this morning. We, we have a, you know, a message uh, to deal with. The third wonder of the Antichrist is going to be the, the wonder where we are going to see the center stage of deception. Deception, I mean real deception. I'm not only talking about the deception, you know, on, uh, on, on, on e-commerce. People trying to scam you and uh, that is just part of the deception. When your soul is absolutely deceived, you're sitting in a church but actually it may be a shrine. That type of deception. 
And we are also going to see a branch of deception where, uh, you know, young ladies are going to be deceived into relationship they thought was real, marriages they thought was real, but absolutely was a total deception. <laughs> I, I will keep it for another day. Many, many, many people. A young lady came three days ago to this place, called the ministry for, you know, and, and had they did speaking to her. And then the young lady was saying, um, I want to see Kofiodro. And the lady says, Why? He said, um, uh, I want to report something to him because somebody he really knows and really respects, a, a, a fine man of God, has impregnated me. Three days ago, a fine man of God that Kofi Odro respects so much has impregnated. And then I said, I said to the debat, okay, get her details and so that we can be able to follow up on the case and see how it goes. Listen to what I'm about to say. The lady said, well, um, I have been thrown out of my house. I've been thrown out of my livelihood. I don't have anywhere to go, so I have come to sleep at Alabaster. And then I said to Dede, you see, we've been screaming all this while. People feel we are even mad people. Tell the lady not to come and disturb us. Tell the lady not to give us any pressure. When they were having fun, they didn't call us. When they were exchanging pleasantries, they didn't call us. When monies were being exchanged and gifts were being exchanged, they didn't call us. Now there is a problem. I understand that I'm a problem solver. But don't bring it on your terms. Let it be on our terms. Tell the lady wherever she came from, she should go there. And then she said, I'm coming from my hometown. I said, that is the best place. You don't need anybody to, you know, stress. The best place to go is your hometown. When people are pensioned, they return. She should try that one. So I am about to even listen to the details. Who this person is, what happened, and the details. That type of deception. It is very easy for, you know, the parishioner, church people, the children of God, daughters and sons of God, of Zion, to believe when a person, so let's say that I'm not married, I stand here and I, I say to somebody, I want to marry you, that person will be excited. I will be giving that person some hope, whether it's genuine hope or false hope, you know, there is some kind of hope that have been given to that person because most Ghanaian girls want preachers. I don't know why. Because this thing, I mean, people who have worked in the ministry, like my pastor, you know, will tell you that ministry is the most stressful job ever. So I don't know why the young ladies want to marry prophets. 
I don't know whether they want to be called Sofu Mahame, Sofu Mahame, First Lady Mama One, One Mama, all, all those things that goes with it. But they don't tell you the madness that goes with it, the stress that goes with it, how hectic it is, and all that, you know, the sleepless nights with Sofu Mahame. You know, they don't tell you all that. They are wearing nice clothes, but they are carrying big loads. Hallelujah. Amen. I would love to introduce the fourth wonder of the Antichrist and you consider. And that is the wonder of the new world order. The wonder of the new world order. Let me read Matthew chapter 24 and the 15 verse uh, to you and I'll allow you to take your seats. Um, the Bible said in uh, Matthew the 24th chapter the 15th verse and the Bible said and when you therefore shall see the the abomination of desolation spoken by the spoken by Daniel the prophet stand in the holy place whosoever read it let him understand in other words Daniel is saying in that particular verse there is going to be abomination of desolation and the Bible said it will come and stand in the holy place abomination of desolation is going to take a place which does not belong to it so when Daniel was speaking apparently he was he's speaking in Daniel chapter 11 verse number 31 the Bible was making a submission he said the arm shall stand on his part and the Bible said and they shall pollute the sanctuary yeah the sanctuary of God's power or strength and they shall take away the daily worship or sacrifice and they will replace it with the abomination of desolation or the abomination that makes desolate in other words there is going to be an, an a shift an exchange there is going to be a new trend a new order that order is not going to be the normal order like the normal order is for a man to marry a woman now the new order will be for a woman to marry a woman and a man to marry a man the new order you know somebody told me something that shook me the, you know yesterday i was social he said he said now there are over 32 genders gender man or woman there are 32 and i said explain it also People are dogs. Human beings are goats. Human beings are trees. Human beings are cows. Human beings are monkeys. Human beings are... The days are gone when I call somebody a monkey, they will be offended. Now people want to claim it. They are monkeys. There are 32 genders. I'm a transgender. I'm a gay. Lesbian. It's a gender. I didn't know. The trend will change. The trend. Father, mother, children is an order God instituted. Now we are going to have a different order. Two women adopted a child. It's an order. A man and a woman, they see each other. They pay bright price. They live together. The new order will be a man and a woman living together without any marriage ordinance and they call themselves partners. It's an order. There are many people who come to church in Alabaster who are not married but they live together for many years. And they feel it's normal. 
cohabitation of the can you please take your seat cohabitation has become a very common thing the people are living you know the new world order is for a man to honor his father and mother uh, and then his days will be prolonged on, on the earth this is their first commandment with a promise it's an order the order is going to change now children are going to be disobedient to parents the bible says in the last time that is how it's going to be the order is for a preacher to pick up the word of the lord and reverence the word of god and honor god by his word you know and teach people and lead people in a way of righteousness the bible said in jeremiah chapter 3 and verse number 15 i will give you pastors according to my own heart and they shall feed you with knowledge and understanding i'm seriously talking to some you'll be shocked now we will come to church and uh, the whole idea is not to feed the flock like jesus said if you love me feed my sheep or feed my lambs it's not going to be feeding anymore now the order will be turning into a trend of extortion the people are seeking for salvation and the 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 puppeteers most of them are misleading them it's an order when you read the bible from genesis to revelation and uh, especially from matthew to revelation and you come through the gospel there is something that everybody will have to understand the 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 um the essence of christianity hangs on 10 things christianity can be summarized in 10 things the first one is love if a person is born again he becomes a new creation all things passes away behold all things are new his sins are forgiven washed in the blood filled with the holy spirit anointed of god the spirit of god has blessed that person with the gifts and the fruits of the spirit of god i'm telling listen very clearly that person must be a, one thing that the holy spirit will bet in you is the love of god and so the bible said that the love of god constrained us love will constrain us john chapter number you know okay this is a uh, second uh corinthians chapter 5 and verse number 14 for the love of christ constrained us it it, it it forces us it pressures us it pesters us yeah it, it gives you that proclivity it puts you in that position to be a lover therefore when i sit and i look at the way we in church have become you know so hateful oh my god the hate is too much Hosea chapter 9 verse number 7 the bible talks about hate he he was talking about hate and he started by saying the days of visitation are come the days of recompense are come the bible said israel will know that the prophet is a fool the spiritual man is mad for the multitude of iniquity and the great hatred hatred church for church preacher for preacher husband for wife father for children siblings are on hate and we finish and we come and pray in tongues very interesting hate and so you know i 
am typifying Christianity. You being born again, I'm typifying eternal life in ten dimensions. I may not be able to do it all, and so I will do five of them tonight, uh, today, and then uh, on Tuesday night, I'm going to divide the rest, and then whilst I'm talking about uh, the uh, rest of the wonders of the Antichrist, I can be able to face it in there. John chapter number 13 and verse number 34. Jesus made a submission in the word of the Lord. Listen to exactly what he said. John chapter number uh, 13 and verse number 34. He said, a new commandment I give unto you that you love one another as I have loved you. That you also love one another. And in the next verse, he says very clearly, By this shall all men know that you are my disciples. In other words, if he wanted to know whether you are Christians, born again, eternal life, listen, you, you are a lover. You are a daughter and a son of Belial. I'm talking to you for our superior because if we are not careful, we will go to church and miss heaven. There are people sitting here who have already missed Christ. That thing has now become like acting. Oh, sweetie, listen to me. I realize there is no love. And so scriptures like be each other's keeper is not there. This is why our prayers are not answered. Oh, come on, sweetie. Look at the way we pray. If answers were coming, this would not be the result. And this is why the body of Christ needs revival. Revival. And revival is not like people falling down, praying in tongues, and the miracles and the miraculous and the supernatural is flowing all over the place. No, there, there should also be revival of love. Thank God for my father, Papa Isud Anaba, you know, who brought the love revolution. Love! He said that people will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. And love one another as I love you, babe. No, no. No, no. That is not love. You see what is happening at the Volta region? Your response would determine whether you are a lover. We, as a church, must respond to that. People are in distress. They have loved their businesses, their livelihoods. And, and we have to go and help them. We don't know exactly what they need. So let's gather money and go there and say, please. This is our widow's mind. We are grateful. But by the time we are doing that, we should be able to look among ourselves who are in need and distress and be able to tell them that, sweetie, yes, that is love. Number two, essence of Christianity is patience. We are too temperamental. From myself to you. Patience. Oh, patience. Hebrews chapter number 10. And the Bible was talking about, I think it's verse number 36. The Bible was talking about, uh, you know, that, that 
you have need of patience. And uh, you don't have love, you don't have patience. I want to ask, does the Holy Spirit live in you? We, we should be asking ourselves basic questions. Because when we say people are enemies of God, like he said in Romans chapter 1, I think in verse number 31 or 32, one of them, the Bible was talking about enemies of God. Verse 30, 31 or 32, not part of my submission. It means that the people are not typifying who Christ is. But you tell me, because this is very important. There are many people seated here with offenses, unforgiveness, bitterness, pain. And, 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 we, we, and we believe that our names are in the book of life. And so this morning, I'm not screaming too much. I'm, I want you to reflect. Because Matthew 7, 21, Jesus said, Not everyone that said unto me, Lord, Lord. And you want to say, I'm not going 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 to say, Patience! I'm telling you, if, if most of us had a little patience, our marriages wouldn't have collapsed. 20 years ago, 15 years ago, a little patient. There are many people in prison right now. If they had a little patience, they wouldn't have been there. Just a little patience. There are many people who have died. There are many people who have been deformed in accidents. Just a little patience on the road. Just a little patience. Just a little patient. Just a little. Not too much. If you had had a little patient, you wouldn't have resigned. You wouldn't have resigned. You would still have been on post. Yeah. Just a little patience. You wouldn't have left that business. Yeah. Or that political party. Or that, that church. Just a little patience. Or that team. Just a little patience. Just a little. Patience! So look at how, you know, the writer of Hebrews puts it very nicely. And now, uh, you know, he said this here. Now, he said, you have need of patience that after you have done the will of God, you might receive the promise. A little patience. Many people are impatient towards Christianity. When you have two weeks, why you have even in prayer, we are in impatience. Hallelujah. Number three essence of Christianity is kindness. Kindness. Sometimes we are people among us. All they need is 500 Ghana cities to go and start the Kodunin Katia business. Ephesians chapter 4 verse 32. Listen to the word of the Lord. Ephesians 4 verse number 32. The Bible said, And be ye kind one to another, tender hearted, forgiving one another, even as God 
for Christ's sake has forgiven you. Can we read this in, in many other versions? Turn it to version. The Bible says, instead, be kind and tender-hearted one to another and forgive one another. And as God has forgiven you through Christ. Another version, the Bible says, be kind and helpful. My God, I like this one. Be kind and helpful to one another. We are not living in a society that if you tell, you say, will be a problem growing to Minka. Who can't wear prayer? Because the people are not helpful. And they can't be kind. So then what is the essence of our Christianity? Kind! Sometimes be kind to your husband. I'm talking to wives. You know what I'm talking about. This Sunday I'm not going there. But I'm not going there. Yeah, be kind, be kind. Let the kindness start from your own home. In you fulfill ton tune a brandy power. You share the an into ball when people are there. There are stray dogs walking around your area. They even deserve your kindness. I saw, a, I saw kindness on another level when we went to Boga to visit Papa Eastwood and Mama Rosemont. He took us to, drove about 35 minutes to his father's village where he has built a community center for the community. And when we went, he said, Prophet, come and see. I said, Papa, when we went, he said, Kofi, you see, I have built this thing and it was a place for dogs. He said, I'm not keeping any dogs here. When the dogs have saved us and they are old, and normally we give them to the um, veterinary to go and kill them, I have made a place for them because it is cruel for the veterinary to shoot the dogs. So I keep a place for them that when my dogs are old, I bring them to the village to come and die in dignity. I said, ah. And when I look at the building for the dogs, the painting, the tiles for the dogs. I wonder who is in the party more. No, I was sorry there. If you're a fool, be brave. This is for dogs. This is beautiful for dogs. The man is so kind that he is kind toward his dogs. Number four essence of Christianity, godliness. James chapter 1 verse 27. The Bible made the submission in the word of the Lord. I want you to listen to this very carefully. And this, you know, he said, pure religion and undefiled before God and the father is this, to visit the fatherless widows in their affliction and and to keep himself from unspotted from the world. Can you put this in my language? In my language, he said, he said in very clear focus place, let's work. You know, and 
and then he said he said now oyi ne hu free wiase so adie no achimu mi no one more question in Yankee, one one, a Kunafone one one, Listen to this. Any, any, you know, and God, not say any panel, yes, I am any we are only in one So, and yes, what question Yankee, Yisiani, a Kunafone, and Nunquan in Yamasum, a real payer. Dear money, we are paying is our tune if we are sinking. A dear be on one. And your bonnie cool woman, but a real sinky cat is a renom a petition. Listen to some of them. Tis unquassable. Yeah, as you see, only about one hour. One channel, one hour was saying, Yo, but when you send out there, I could share them for you see those things. A real sinky car would you communion by wouldn't him set up a friend in your Kunuba. I'm talking to you know, I've taken my time this morning and I'm talking about Christianity. A cast will be a Christonia and near me, money a Christon. Serious. Let me talk about the last one and then I will postpone the rest to Tuesday. Forgiveness. Forgiveness. The thing about forgiveness is that we are finding it difficult to say sorry. Because we feel like when you say sorry, you are weak. But if a person says sorry, he's not weak, he's responsible. He's matured. And the last thing, he's a Christian. He's Christ like. A parent, they have the courage to say, I'm sorry. Mother, because in our society, we have the mind that stop it. It has destroyed a lot of relationships. Have the boldness, humble yourself, throw away your ego, and humble yourself and, and say, I'm sorry. One day, Pastor Isto knelt down on, on the altar at church and begged all his pastors, even though he had done nothing wrong. He said, If I have if I have hurt anybody unconsciously, forgive me. My mother Christy noted one day we you know we gathered all her pastors around her many years ago and then said the pastors he said to the he said to me uh, <laughs> she said Kofi came on pastor said okay if I I have done anything wrong to them they should tell you to tell me so that I apologize to them immediately we were dealing solving something. Put away the ego and say sorry. I believe this spillage at the Volta River, you know, Volta region, the VRA should be able to tell the residents we are sorry. We are very sorry. Stop, stop justifying things. We are very sorry. Like, like the people at Wager, they should be able to man up and have courage and say we are sorry. Sorry. If we had done this, many relationships would have been saved. 
I'm telling you. Because you know what? This is not the option. Stealing water and it's going to destroy. It's not. It's, I mean, we can harvest this water and use it for so many things. So many things. So many things. The engineers know what I'm talking about. And to stealing it for it to go and destroy people. We should, we should, I mean, we should say sorry. We should be able to say sorry. When my president went there, many people said he didn't speak well. His excellency should be able to man up and say, all right, people of Volta region, I'm very sorry. I'm very sorry. I'm very sorry. Next week, I'm going to issue an official apology to the Church of Pentecost. Four weeks ago, whilst I was preaching, I mentioned the Church of Pentecost, and I said, you know, something relating to Apostle Michael into me. No, I'm, I'm standing here right now to say to Apostle Michael Lintiman, we are sorry because people are, you know, making the uh, thing that we have some beef with Pentecost. No, we can't. I mean, Pentecost Church has been the one of the ministries we have looked up to all this while. I am the person that stood here and did an exposition of, for, I mean, the seven seven no six chairman of the church of pentecost when i did the series of the patriarchs of faith you know i featured apostle mk on this altar i made a series and i said go to the church of pentecost and learn i have made many series so i will not sit you know for anybody to even think that i i disrespect them no whatever i said on that particular sunday you know i will stand here and say i'm sorry to apostle michael to me to apostle eric yamicha yesterday was his birthday papa happy birthday and say sorry to him and say sorry to the entire you know executive council and say sorry to the entire um uh, uh, assemblies of the church of Pentecost worldwide that any unpleasantness you know we have caused you we are sorry people should be able to come down and say I'm sorry look in the eyes of your wife and tell baby I'm sorry yeah look in the eyes of your husband and say I'm sorry it's okay kneel down before your wife and say baby I have messed up my worry my worry I'm sorry it will pain you you will cry but I'm telling you that your husband or your wife they have done what is right you see, when, when the, you know, the boys from MPP went to United Television to misbehave, the right thing for the leadership of the party was what they did. They went there and said, we are sorry. And, and it's not just, uh, no, no, that's not what we are talking about. I'm talking about forgiveness. Forgiveness is an essence of Christianity. It's a virtue. You spoke to your wife badly before your children. Apologize. I'm sorry. I had a story this week. My heart broke. A woman that had given birth to triplets. The husband had a fight and the woman gave birth to triplets on operation, cesarean section. 
The husband beat this woman, kicked her into the cesarean operation until the, the cut bleeding in the thing. And uh, I've sent a message to the family people that Mobani had the phone. And I said, how can it be well with you? Even the ladies that are selling their bodies on the streets, it's not free. Somebody has married you. That's a risk. Marriage is a risk. Just like life in itself is a risk. There is nothing wrong in handling stuff like that. I'm sorry. Men are treating some women very bad. Cruelty. Somebody gave their heart to you, like Sylvester Ophoria and Barbara in America. Barbara paid for part of their wedding, paid for the church where they are having service. Barbara paid for the instruments, the cameras. When they had a fight, Sylvester, after they had separated Sylvester for it took a gun <laughs> no Sylvester is not you I'm talking about Sylvester for <laughs> I'm sorry <laughs> and went to Barbara's workplace when Barbara heard that your husband is at the car park she ran Some people love too much. A young man pulled the trigger seven times. Barbara is buried. Sometimes we treat people bad until we come and stand by their coffin. And we wish we can reverse time and events. But I can tell you that some damages are irreparable and irreversible. So as I finish, tell them I'm sorry. What's just happen when I meet Father? I tell Father, Father, I'm sorry. When I meet Director, Director, I'm sorry. All of us seated here, I want you to go home. And anybody you have any ought with, go to the person and tell the person, I'm sorry, because I will not be a Christian if I still hold this grudge. The Holy Spirit cannot be living in me. I mean, if you have forgiven the cheating of your husband, then you should not make reference to it any longer. If you have forgiven, yeah, do you remember today? I said, what's today? You don't remember today? So now what is today? Today is not my birthday. It's not our anniversary. Today is not Christmas or Easter. What is today? Today is anniversary, eighth anniversary of your cheating on me. No, 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 no. Once you forgive, no references are going to be made to it. 
some things are painful. But Jesus made submission in Matthew chapter 18, verse 15 to 22. He was talking about forgiveness. Listen to what he said. Moreover, if thy brother, turn this into GNT, let's get a softer English. If your brother sins against you, go to him and show him his fault. But do it privately. Do it privately, just between yourselves. If he listens to you, you have won your brother back. In verse 16, the Bible said, but if he will not listen to you, Take one or two persons with you so that every accusation may be upheld by the testimony of two or more witnesses. As the scripture says. And then in verse 17, the Bible said, and if he will not listen to them, then tell the whole thing to the church. So before it comes to the church, it has gone through two, two stages. And the Bible said, finally, if he will not listen to the church, treat him as though he was a pagan or an unbeliever or an idol worshiper or a tax collector. Can you turn this into a different version? Maybe let me see if it will bring a different word. Yeah, all right. Okay, he brings the word unbeliever. Another version possibly. Here, he brings, you know, pagan. Another version. He brings the word in this particular one. Um, uh, let me look for it. Confront him. And, okay, I'm not getting it. So, let's, let's continue. In verse number 18, the Bible said in verse 18, and so I tell all of you, what you pre prohibit on earth will be prohibited in heaven. And what you permit on earth will be permitted in heaven. And then in verse 19, and I tell you more, whenever two of you on earth agree on any matter in prayer. Let's move to the next verse. In the next verse, the Bible said, where two or three are gathered, I am with them. And then let's go to verse number. So Peter then went to Jesus after the church service. And then Peter asked Jesus, Lord, if my brother keeps on sinning against me, how many times do I have to forgive him? Jesus says seven times. No, Peter is asking seven times. And the answer of Christ is in verse 22. No, not seven times. Jesus answered, but 70 times seven. What Jesus is talking about is that you cannot hold a grudge. You can't hold. Because that's a point of that. A year and be a diary of war. And a third day, a kunum be so diary. I told the Kurunum Yamueshi, Yamudu do on one. Because I didn't know a year, you know. A year. And see, yeah. It is Jesus is saying that. Oh, not Lady A, so Kununina, Lady B, so. Ladies, so who could know? A dear now, bear. Fajano. No, listen to me. 
most of us don't sometimes even empathize. So what now yes, sir? And will you expect forgiveness? Am I communicating? Will you expect forgiveness? It is very easy for you to get up talking about it. But the empenny for this, I would tell you one Sabaku will be so on Satiano. Niakena Behoso. It is the scripture is saying that in prayer, a dawu and is in Yan Sanwaku Yim Freketue, a dawu Niso. And Profon Semba said, Yeah, yeah, canono. Can you stand it when would the bar? Can you stand it when people barb or so and come to you that they want to talk about yours? Sweetie, I finished my service with the answer of Jesus to Peter. Ubiya me bonim prensuwa and prendu dua sena mem fancheno. Dear Yesu Kayene said, Enya dia biti mi e du ubi wa sema shu tirimu ten years. A woman sa upapa in hell. Sometimes upapa yasena ukosu. Da, when you are in Kuai, da, when you are in Kuai, when you are away, you are in the one time, some da, so why you are in Vishadia, maybe a Kamadanya Mintiaka, Danya Mintiaka. No, stop it. Da, we eat about Kununa, say, what drink, a family man, many million more da, da. Stop it. Stop it. Forgive. Forgive people. Forgive people. Yeah, so we, we need to come. Yeah, I'm the blood pressure. Kunipa Bibri. Unipa no awoken and won't cry. Why are you bothering yourself? Go home and make amends. That is Christianity. Next Sunday, I will do an official apology and retraction. And that does not make you weak. It makes you responsible. It makes you matured. Many years ago, I preached here and bloggers, like they will always do, picked my message and altered it and gave it a different caption and said that I've said something tribalistic, you know. I was, I knew I was not wrong, but I still apologized. I issued a rejoinder. I came up on radio, television and said, I'm sorry to that particular tribe. I will never say anything derogatory against you. But in actual fact, I didn't say that. You don't only have to apologize when you are wrong. Sometimes you need to say sorry when you are even right. Stand to your feet, let's go. Look like today I, I, I did the work of a teacher. I'm not sweating too much. 
I think I should try this because I, it will make me live longer. Uh, it will make me live longer. <laughs> I'm not sweating. I'm not perspiring. I'm not yelling. I'm not grunting. <laughs> Maybe I should try this often. What do you think? The two hands are on your heart. Before we will do any of the signing of this morning, I want you to ask the Lord, put my life in order. I want to be a follower of Christ, a disciple of Jesus Christ. I want to be the carrier of eternal life and your Holy Spirit. Commit your life. This is a personal prayer. Open your mouth. Talk to God. This is a personal prayer. Be gracious to me. Be merciful. Merciful and gracious. The Bible said that heart is desperately wicked. Who can be able to know it? I, the Lord, I try the rings, I search the heart. I give unto every man according to their dealings. Break me, melt me, mold me, and use me, Spirit of the living God for love. Lord, you break me and melt me, mold me, and use me. Spirit. One group we should be sorry for are the way we treat elderly people in this country. Elders, old men, old women, especially pensioners. We should be able to say sorry. Before we pray for this nation, I believe, I, I mean, the apology should be given to the pensioners who were picketing. We should render an apology to them. People who have served in the police, army, and, and places who are now old, we should say sorry how we have treated them. Some of the hospitals we take them into, some of the beds they sleep on. It's not an honor 
And when we are praying that, you are thinking of your own mother, your own father. If they are not alive, the people in your family, don't maltreat them. I believe some of them deserve our apology. We are sorry. I was a prisoner. You didn't visit me. I was sick. You didn't come. I was naked. You didn't clothe me. <laughs> then they will ask, when were you? He said, because you didn't do it for these little ones. You have not done it for me. Wow. Christianity. This is very serious. Write handles on your heart. I promise on my honor to be faithful and loyal to Ghana, my motherland. With all my strength and with all my heart. Through the blood and the toil of our fathers. To uphold and defend the good name of Ghana. Can I ask you to stretch your hands on the colors of the country on the altar? And this morning we are praying specifically for our friends at the Volta region. Even though we are going to send our seed to them, we are praying God should deliver them from distress. Ah, there is a humanitarian crisis there. There is a big issue there. Can you open your mouth and pray for them please? Please, please, go ahead, please, remember our friends, oh, remember our friends, remember our friends, remember our friends, in the name of Jesus, remember our friends, in the name of Jesus. Show them your glory. 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 Deliver them from evil. Show them your glory, Father. Oh, remember them. Remember them, remember them, remember them. Show them your glory. Show them your glory. Show them your glory. As we are praying, we are asking corporate Ghana, we are asking churches mosque we are asking individuals please come to their help come to their help if i give you glory you have begun a good work you will also accomplish i thank you for your faithfulness in jesus precious name somebody shout amen clap your hands for the lord Can I do this very quickly? You don't know Christ as your savior. You heard the word. You want to give your life to Jesus wherever you are. And you want your sins to be forgiven. Can you say this with me, dear Jesus? 
Forgive me of all my sins. Wash me in your precious blood. Write my name in the book of life. This morning, I receive eternal life into my spirit. I am born again. I'm a child of God. Father, I pray for everyone who prayed that prayer with us. I'm asking for mercy, favor, and grace. In Jesus' name, amen. And we congratulate the Tego sisters for their 40th anniversary concert. God bless you. Our sister Ruth, Ruth A.J., Lady Ruth A.J., uh, is also having her event, God willing, on the 29th of October at the ATTC Dome, 430. Uh, it's going to be very special. It is free, the encounter. We are encouraging and asking all of you, come and let's stand with Ruth. This is uh, uh, an honorable woman of God uh, on the 29th. Uh, and the Lord will bless us. Tonight also, we'll be joining uh, Lady Charity Amwako, uh, uh, this particular Azusa 2023, the grand finale at um, uh, Domiabra near, um, what is it? Anadria de Kaswa. <laughs> Interesting. All right. So that's how it's going to be. The Lord will bless you. I cannot wait to uh, be in the next service, 9 o'clock to 10.30 is going to be awesome. Come fellowship with us in any of our branches that is closed by you. You want to join us for our offering 029-8099-119-1-0-2-4-9-8-0-9-1-1-0-5-9-2-2-9-6-6-6-7-0-5-9-2-2-9-6-6-6-7 The Lord bless you. From all of us here at Kwabdan Ponsa Memorial Temple Tesano Alabasta International Ministry when righteousness becomes a life style breakthroughs it becomes automatic may the lord bless you i love you see you in the next service the church has lost discipline structure and focus that is why these days the people come to church with pictures that's witchcraft
This is the season of the celebration of Jesus Christ. Alabaster International Ministry presents Jesus Celebration with Prophet Kofiudro. Venue, Tesano Worship Center near Tesano Gardens. Come and encounter a deep and total renewal in Christ. For inquiries, call 0202-614-781. Oh, 